0: Hey, hey, hey guys, this is Jennifer with the Honest Ugly Podcast, and today we're talking about what do we do when we make choices that hurt other people? I don't know about you, but I have made choices that have hurt people I love. And I don't even mean just little bitty choices, but big, huge failures that have hurt other people. And what do we do? What do we do when we hurt other people, what do we do when we confess, when we apologize, when we, our hearts are broken and humble and we want to make things right with people, but we, there's really absolutely nothing we can do. To convince someone else to get over their anger, or to forgive, or to choose to show grace, whatever emotions that we want from other people, what do we do? Because we have hurt people, or I have hurt people, my choices have hurt people. Well, one thing before I give you the three things that are on my mind, I told someone recently just because you made a choice that hurt other people doesn't, or just because you made a bad choice that hurt other people, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. And it doesn't mean that you have to walk around with shame and condemnation, even if the people in your life want to keep shaming you and keep beating you down. You don't have to walk around with shame and condemnation. You can confess your failures to the Lord. He forgives and He restores you back to Him. And so you don't have to walk around in that get, that guilt and shame and condemnation once you confess to the Lord, but still people are hurt by it. And so then you have to walk through the ramifications of your choices hurting other people So I just don't want, if you've had choices in your life that have hurt people and maybe you've had a huge failure in your life... I want to encourage you today that you can walk in peace and grace with the Lord. You don't have to keep beating yourself up, even if others want to beat you down, because God is a God of grace, and you are not a bad person because you made a bad choice. You're just a person who made a bad choice, and your choice hurt people. So what do we do? How do we respond with those people who are so hurt by us because of the bad choice we made? Today, I just want to give you three things I jotted down in my own life lately as I'm walking through my own choices that have hurt people. And number one, I have to give people space. I have to give them space and permission to show up angry with me. I have to give them the space to be grieved over me, to be disappointed. All the emotions that someone might feel when our choices hurt them we have to give them space. We can't just expect them to move on. We can't expect them just to automatically offer forgiveness. We would like that, but we can't expect it. We we can't. We just have to give them space and permission to show up how they want to show up and give God space and timing to do whatever He needs to do in the hearts of all the people involved. I would like to encourage you, if you're in this space, not to try to explain anything away because it really does invalidate people's hurts. I know I've been hurt by other people's choices, and when my emotions can't wrap my mind around why someone would hurt me so bad or why they would make a choice that would hurt me so bad, when when they tried to explain or justify, it just invalidated my feelings. And it invalidated all the emotions that I had. And I didn't really have a safe place to express my emotions. And we don't want to do that to other people. We don't want to be unsafe for them to express their anger or their hurt or whatever emotion they have. We want to be a safe place, especially if we are the ones that made decisions that hurt other people. We have to be willing to give them space and understanding and grace to just lash out however they need to lash out. So just take just take it. Just take whatever whatever emotions spew out of the ones that you have wounded. Just ask God for the grace to extend to them and the patience to endure because we do reap what we sow. And if we have made choices that have sown anger and things in other people, then we're just going to have to walk through that. We are just going to have to take it and just be willing to endure whatever people throw at you if you're the one who made a bad choice. The second thing I want to encourage you with is just to try to acknowledge that you are aware how much your decisions have hurt people, that you are aware that they are very disappointed and they have a right to be disappointed in you. They may not hear you, but just be really open and very long-suffering and very patient with the people who you've disappointed. It might be really hard not to expect them to act in a more gracious manner. But I just want to encourage you to offer them grace for not being able to offer you grace. Just show up in a way that acknowledges and gives them plenty of space to feel all the emotions that your choices have caused to s- them to stir up in their emotional response. I just think it's very gracious to give people space to heal and grieve and process and vomit and show up angry and show up kind in a moment and then the next day oscillate back and forth. I just think it's really gracious of us when we have made decisions that harm people to let them show up however they need to show up. Now you would like to be able to show up however you can show up too, but if you're the one who has caused so much harm, then it's just really, really gracious to be able to give people Plenty of space and plenty of grace and plenty of patience to show up however they need to show up as they process the choices that you've made that have disappointed them. Okay, the third thing that's been on my heart lately is just to remember your true identity in Christ. You're going to have to work through, if you've made choices that have harmed other people, you're going to have to work through the emotions that you feel over yourself When you've made a decision that have harmed other people, if you've made choices that didn't line up with your true identity in Christ, there's going to be lots of emotions for you to work through as well, but I just want to encourage you to remember who God says you are. You are not the actions that come out of you sometimes. Yes, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. That is a true statement, but we just need to look at people and look at ourselves. Well, other people, if they harm you, hopefully... You're emotionally mature enough to realize that hurt people hurt people wounded people, wound people. Well, when you look in the mirror and you're the one, you're the one that has wounded other people, be able to give yourself some grace and say, man, wounded people, wound people. And just realize that, yeah, you acted in a way out of your true identity in Christ, but there's grace for that. You're giving grace to others. Give grace to yourself. Just receive with open hands the grace that God gives you. And acknowledge that Acknowledge, let me think how I'm trying to say it, acknowledge that those you hurt may not have the capacity to see your true identity. They may not be able to look at you and see you how God sees you because they can only see your choices that hurt them. And you're going to have to be the person that extends grace here. You might can see other people as God sees them. You might can see other people as broken and wounded and in need of compassion and grace. And you want other people to see you that way too. But because of the choices you've made that, have, that may have hurt them so deeply, they may not can see you how God sees you. They may not can. And you're just going to have to give them the space to get to the point. Or you're going to have to give... God, you're going to have to trust God to get them to the place where they do have the capacity to see you as he sees you. This is going to come down to you offering a lot of grace and patience. And really, I'm just now mentioning it here on this episode, but really, I think it's just going to come down to, do you trust God or not? Do you trust God to see you through to completion? Do you trust God to see other people in your life through to completion? Are we going to trust God to restore what the locusts have eaten? Are we going to trust Him to fill in the gaps, to redeem, to restore? Because He works all things out for the good of those who love Him and who are called according to His purpose. So no matter what you've done to harm other people, God can take it and use it for good. This is a really good opportunity for us to dig our heels into the ground and decide, you know what, I'm going to trust God here. I'm not going to pick up worry. I'm not going to pick up anxiety. I'm going to trust God. I'm not going to manipulate. I am not going to try to control. I'm not going to go into people pleasing, trying to get approval from people I've hurt. I'm going to stand my ground where all hope can be found. And I'm going to trust God to work all things out for my good and his glory. But today I want to leave you, I want you to fight to believe who God says you are. Because if you're a child of God, he sees you as a finished product. He sees you as holy. He sees you as blameless. He sees you as perfected because his son Jesus died on the cross to cover all those failures you make that harm other people. So when you look in that mirror today, I want to encourage you to give yourself a lot of grace and say, Wounded people, wound people, God, I'm sorry. I need you to heal my wounds so I can. Show up in life in a way that doesn't harm other people and doesn't harm myself. So today, fight to believe who God says you are, regardless of what the voices out in culture say, regardless of what the voices in your community may say, regardless of the voices in your inner circle, whatever they may say. If it is in opposition to what God says about you and who He says you are, fight to believe God's word over you.